The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Today, this is Barry Fitzgerald, the Aaron Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Now, we've uh, welcomed back Green Tech Metals today. The code is GRE. And as we've uh, mentioned previously, only listed in January 22, which gives it, uh, it's had some serious success uh, from mid June with a lithium discovery over in the Pilbara. So the uh, stock is traveling very well. It's at 48 cents, but the market cap because it's a relatively new company and not many issued shares out there, is around $34 million, so quite modest in the scheme of things. We have with us today Tom Redcliffe, the Executive Director, to uh, bring us up to speed on this discovery, uh, Ruth Well, plus uh, progress at the Wandu Copper Project and some of the group's other interests. So with that, I'll say... G'day, Tom. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, g'day, Barry. Look, it's good to catch up with you again. Always fun to talk about a stock on the rise. As I said, there was a kind of almost a big bang moment for the company in June 15 when you came out with some uh, indications from uh, constant sampling of uh, lithium-bearing pegmatites at the Ruth Well Project in the West Pilbara there. The stock has been a strong performer since, and uh, of course it's in uh, the Pilbara where not too far away, I think it's about 25 clicks away from Ruthwell. You have Azure with their big lithium discovery and $1.3 billion market cap. And today we had Wildcat making a another big lithium discovery in the Pilbara. So Ruthwell, is that the next big one in that part of the world, Tom? Oh, Barry, we would like to uh, think we were in with a chance. Okay. It's a uh, fairly big system. We've got you know, over 10 kilometres strike length uh, collectively of our uh, lithium-bearing pegmatites, uh, we think, and we've got good grades uh, showing along the uh, entire length of these things virtually. And uh, we also got some good thickness, in, especially in our uh, southern uh, Osborne JB tenement. Uh, we've got uh, pegmatites there that are, you know, 40 to 50 metres across. And uh, some of the chips in them, you know, going 2%, even up to 3% lithium oxide. So uh, I, I think all the indications are there. Uh, we're certainly not advanced as our uh, friends at Azure. Uh, oh. But uh, we're uh, doing all the baseline sampling and mapping and so forth uh, before we bring the drills in, which will hopefully be very soon. Now, the assays... Uh for some very nice uh, assay results. Should too much be read into rock chip uh, assay results or does it in fact portend to you know, something in the hard rock situation being you know, up elevated as well? I think in terms of assays, as that the, the grades within these pegmatites can be variable. They're, sometimes they're zoned. But I guess if uh, you're not getting these uh, high numbers at surface, you wouldn't be that encouraged to drill. That's been true. With it. So, and, and I think this is the case. And the other thing with surface sampling, it's very difficult to get a, uh, you know, continuous mm-hmm. um, result across across a pegmatite. You know, it's um, they're hard rocks. You've got to chip them off. And um, 
can say you can just get a spread of samples and see what it tells you. Um, I guess the drill at the end of the day it gives the best uh, representative uh, sampling over over the uh, metreage intervals, and that you know gives a much better representative result and uh, lets you know what you got or haven't got. From my reading of it, you've more or less got um, two two trends. The Ruth Well on your 100% own ground, which I think you've called Kobe, and uh, Southern Trend, which is in a, jo- a joint venture with Artemis. So at this stage, are they both relatively um, on par in terms of their advancement level towards drilling? Yeah, look, I would say yes. Uh, we've we've had guy, teams working on the ground there diligently for the last uh, six or eight weeks. And, um, you know, mapping, sampling and so forth. And we have a big bunch of samples waiting to, uh, with the results of soon, which will help us uh, in terms of, you know, identifying the best areas. And uh, what we've seen at the moment, uh, the cabby trend is not as, as wide. Uh, we've got the um, individual um, pegmatites there. You know, up around up to around five meters wide. Uh, they're nice. They're nice looking uh, pegmatites. Kobe, uh, the one to the south, the Osborne trend is slightly different, broader. Some of the the outcrops there very wide, so uh, and better. You know, we can get better grades there. Okay, but that might be luck of the draw as to where the samples were taken. But they're both pretty much uh, advanced. And, uh, you know, we're now looking at uh, getting the heritage uh, clearances done so we can uh, bring the uh, drill drills in. Because uh, up till now, we've been wanting to find uh, and sample every every uh, pegmatite that occurs on the tenements, uh, sort them out, which are the good ones, which are the, you know, uh, the ones that uh, don't carry lithium or are only showing lower grades. So... <coughs> And we're, we're almost uh, finished that phase of the work. I say we have a lot of samples, um, rock chip samples that we're waiting for the results of, done the mapping. We're now you're really at the stage of looking at uh, where, where we would like to drill. And uh, we've already made arrangements to get heritage uh, surveys done. And we're hoping that'll come, come uh, well, be happening in the very near future. And we can get the, the drills out there to... Uh, See what's happening. We don't know the relationship between the northern and southern trends, whether they, they are related or whether they're completely independent, whatever. What we do know is that there is a big mineralizing or you know, lithium mineralizing system through there. Uh, you know, and some people would argue it, it seems that the zone is, is uh, extends right up to the um, where Azua are and so forth. So, very, very big system. Yeah, only 25 kilometers. Uh away from the Azure one and over. Which, like this one, I think, weren't you sniffing around here for nickel originally? It's the odd uh, coincidence as well. I mean, we, Ruth Well uh, tenement was held for its nickel potential. There's a small, uh, smallish 260-odd uh, thousand tonne, a half percent nickel uh, nickel deposit there. Okay. Interesting one. Yeah, it's got some high grades as well, actually. There's a because a drill intersect there goes three meters at eight percent, I think it is um, nickel. So, uh, but a bit probably on the smallish side, and um, still more drilling to be done around on that. But uh, you know, at the same time, there's 
lithium bearing pegmatites running through the same area. So, uh, yeah, in that respect, it is uh, somewhat similar to the Azua's uh, situation where they were looking for the, you know. It was all about nickel, yeah? That's right. It was all about nickel. They were making nickel discoveries. And, uh, it was all very exciting. And uh, then the focus, you know, with the world focus on uh, lithium, lo and behold, there was uh, lithium bearing pegmatites on their tenements as well. And significant ones, I, we, you would have to say. Yeah, you would know, Tom. Is there any relationship between nickel and lithium in uh, pegmatites? Well, they're in the same area. They genetic, probably not not related. Okay. So, um, the nickels in the mafic intrusions, and um, they were generated out of them, and the the uh, pegmatites are normally generated from the underlying granites. And, uh, but uh, the mafics uh, are, are quite important as well as part of the uh, as as the host for the pegmatite. So there is this sort sort of a relationship there. I get the feeling then that you're kind of working towards uh, subject to heritage clearance, obviously. Um, Drilling, what, October, possibly November? Yeah, look, I, I hate to put predictions on these, but yeah, sooner rather than later, you know, we, we would hope to be, it would be within that time frame. Okay. We're just waiting to get the, uh, the start date for the heritage, so let's uh, let's see how that, when that is done, and then we can um, lock everything in. Do you have a feel at all at this stage of how many holes you might be kicking off in the first game? By then, will it be Kobe first, or will it be the... Osborne. I, I think uh, we'll be looking at both, okay? The obviously Osborne ones are, are an attractive target because they'd be much larger at surface, okay? And uh, the Kobe ones, we're not sure, they're uh, reasonably steeply dipping as opposed to the Osborne ones. And um, we don't know what they do at depth. And I guess this is a, uh, one of the things with these pegmatites. They, they can be narrow at surface and thicker at depth. Maybe they don't change, so, you know, it's it's a, can be a bit of a mixed bag. So we'll want to do uh, quite a bit of drilling. Uh, I don't know in terms of metres yet. We'll, we've got such a large sort of mineralised target at the moment. Uh, we have to find out a bit about it, you know, to help Let's do some preliminary drilling to actually help focus where we should do, uh, do the more serious drilling. So uh, obviously the surface grades will, you know, attract uh, us uh, first in terms of what we drill test, but we want to see what's happening uh, at depth with them, and uh, you know we'll work it out from there. So generally, when I'm talking about things um, WA exploration projects, we're talking about something that might be a three or f- a two or three hour flight in a light plane, but uh, this thing is what. Well, of 20 k's from Caratha, so you can fly up in a, a big jet and what drive out in an hour or so. That's uh, well, it's uh, probably better than that. It's it's barely a two-hour flight from Perth, and uh, really, it's only only with lithium is it's only about half an hour out there. Really, it, it you know you could um, go back to the pub for lunch if you wanted to, I guess. You're poised to be kicking off a drilling program in the latter months of the year. I'm just wondering what you make of the uh, current market cap, given the potential leverage here. Oh, look, I, I think the uh, 
you know, I, I think it's it's a little bit on the modest side there, really, for where we are. I, uh, there's, I think there's plenty of uh, upside. I mean, we would be perhaps where, um, you know, Azua were back in the early days when they'd only done rock chips as well, you know, really. And um, so we've got a, got a way to go uh, in terms of what we can potentially deliver. So, uh, yeah, I think you would say we're relatively cheap at this stage, but the market's starting to see the value in us, I guess, at the moment. And, uh, you know, as we produce more results, um, you know, to firm up our things. And I think once we start drilling, I think it should be exciting times um, because these things uh, just don't occur near surface or whatever, you know, as the Zoos shows. These things uh, really uh, have, have some depth to them. And uh, traditionally, I guess they they can um, thicken air up to get bigger, and so forth. So, and they're usually stacked ore bodies as well. So, uh, not of them, all of them may present at surface. Um, so, you know, I think there's a, a lot of unknowns about it. The main thing is we've we've got the, got a starting point. Uh, we've got very big targets. You know, we have definitely there over ten kilometres of strike length. And you know, some more may come out of the more recent sampling. Um, the uh, you know, I think I I just think we we'd have to be exceptionally unlucky for us to um, create some excitement out of it. Yeah, so that's what we all like just before Christmas some excitement. And the company is uh, you know kind of a two three stake knife uh, sort of story because. One of the original focuses of the company was Wandu, the copper project, uh, where I, I believe you've uh, increased the resource to a, an interesting level. What's the forward program there? The, um, yeah, obviously the lithium, you know, came out of the blue to us, right? And uh, but early in the year we were focused pretty much on the uh, Wandu project, and it's still, um, it, it, we're still try, uh, progressing it, uh, and you know we may even be able to do a little bit of drill, more drilling this year. We've been doing, uh, we finished a program of drilling early in the year where we were looking particularly at the January uh, uh, deposit. And uh, we got some nice grades there, um, you know, one metre at 23% copper. Um, so, um, and some, you know, other other significant in- intervals as well. So, you know, one do itself, it, it really is a, se- a traditional or typical BMS style uh, field. And it's, Six deposits there that we we know of. Um, our resources are mainly pertain to the uh, Wandu, what is known as the Wandu East and West uh, deposits, and uh, Asia. Uh, and we've built the resource up from just under three million ton to over six. This is the mineral resource, and this has prompted us to do some, you know, in-house biolevel uh, mining studies to look at, uh, you know, how, how much is available as a, as a mining resource, you know, uh, what, what are our processing options and things like that. And um, it's also these studies help to see where we should be drilling next. Uh, like Yanaretha, it's quite mineralised. It's, um, it's had some underground mining activity on it, you know, 50-odd years ago or more. And, um, you know, it'll, uh, there's no resource here yet. Because we haven't uh, drilled enough holes into it, you know, we we will be we believe we can build up the resource to a higher level, which is what we want to do. 
And, um, you know, with the aid of some of these mining studies, this will help steer us as to uh, where we where we add these resources. There is a deeper body there, which we call Austin. Sleeping Giant, I see. You. Yeah, just right. Well, it sits underneath and down dip a bit from the uh, Wandu bodies. Okay, it uh, sits probably 30 to 40 metres underneath it. Never. We sort of... It, it was sort of known as a an EM uh, anomaly, very large, 500 odd metres in diameter, much bigger than the Wandu deposits, Wandu East and West. And uh, but it seemed to be a different deposit, and we chased it. It was going down dip. We've been chasing it slowly and methodically with drilling, and uh, using downhole EM, and it's starting to now. Our last drill hole is starting to. Uh, widen out and uh, we've got close to an intersection of 20 metres and uh, which and going just under 1% but uh, we're starting to see see some good grade though we've got a uh, metre there at, at 5, uh, 5% so, um, so we're hopeful that some more drilling down there may, may see it thicken out and widen and if it does you know potentially it could eclipse the the Wandu uh, east to west deposits, just based on the EM response. But it's early days, and uh, uh, you know the um, it's between two hundred and three hundred metres deep where we're drilling, so it's a slight process. But that, that's looking good, and I think we uh, yeah we see a lot of potential in this cluster of deposits, and um, we we will be. Cont- Continuing to work on it as the um, you know because I think the uh, when it comes to the battery minerals minerals and so forth the uh, the future of copper is predicted to be um, better than it is uh, today uh, we will say so we're happy to uh, progress it try and build the um, deposit and uh, look at how it, how it might um, what a mine might look like you know those sort of studies. And uh, we'll be doing that in the background uh, while we're uh, acing our uh, lithium discoveries. So, with the chance of some uh, drilling at Austin and Yannery before year end, or the early we um, we would we would uh, plan to do that. Yes, you know, and uh, some a little bit more drilling there. And uh, we had a, had it had been sort of on our books uh, earlier. We were like about now or earlier. And uh, but the uh, lithium they um, only up plate, and uh, we deferred that while we uh, put all our well, or most of our resources in into uh, trying to accelerate the our understanding of these uh, lithium pegmatites. You know, we're now we're you know getting we believe now we're pretty close to where we can uh, drill the lithium. So, and uh, you know we'll. A little bit more effort now into um, our Wandu project as well. Great stuff. Okay, folks, there you go. As I said at the, the start, there, uh, modest market cap, thirty-three point five million today, um, poised potentially, possibly, to uh, be the next big uh, lithium discovery in the Pilbara. There, plus with the Wandu copper project uh, results upgrade in the bag, and uh, lots of interest in what comes from uh, Austin. And uh, the nearby Yannery in the drilling programs later this year. So lots to look forward to there. So, Tom, thanks very much for your time today. Interesting, great story. 
and we'll be watching with interest. Always a pleasure, Barry. No doubt we shall chat again. Good stuff. Cheers. Cheers.